Data breaches continue to be a fear of companies and organizations. Many experts say they're close to impossible to completely defend against, especially if you include your own employees as part of the threat. But are organizations spending too much time and effort defending their perimeters rather than watching the inside? Nathaniel Gleischer, who is head of cybersecurity strategy at Illumio, is making that argument. He was formerly the director of cybersecurity policy at the National Security Council at the White House. He's also a lawyer and a former federal prosecutor. Thank you for joining us, Nathaniel. Thanks for having me. So we have a huge problem with data breaches today where even well-resourced organizations are having trouble defending themselves. What do you think are some of the problems? It's definitely a huge challenge, and you can see that in uh, the patterns of the sort of marches of breaches that companies are facing. When I look at it, so people often talk about breaches in two contexts, right? People will talk about the sheer number of breaches that happen in any given amount of time. And the numbers are obviously very large. When you look at a particular year, you'll see lists of thousands of breaches. Those statistics aren't that interesting to me because I think breach, as you were saying, is fairly easy. Um, People are always going to be able to kind of get across the wall. That doesn't mean one shouldn't have a perimeter. Perimeter is still important. Um, It's just that the function can be a little bit different, right? What I think is more interesting and sort of more problematic is dwell time, is the amount of time that attackers can spend inside the data center once they get in. You see this is 145 days on average right now, a very long period of time when an attacker can get in and then sort of hide inside a compromised data center for months trying to find a target. And if you think about it, if they have that that much time inside, whether they know what they're looking for or not when they arrive, they're probably going to be able to find a high-value target and cause damage once they're inside. I know there are a lot of vendors that have moved into this space of trying to figure out how hackers move inside an organization. And one of the tricky things is that once hackers get in, if the exploit, the initial exploit isn't detected, they're using a lot of tools that look like normal administrator tools to move around. So do you think organizations are kind of struggling to figure out or to, to see that visibility of, hey, this person on the surface looks legitimate, but actually they're really not. Yeah, I mean, I think that could be a big challenge. And part of it is, right, you're essentially looking for a needle in a haystack, and it's a very big haystack, right? There's so much going on inside the data center that it can be really challenging to pick out the aberrations or the um, imperfect or the unusual activity. And it, it, a lot of it gets down to this very simple fact, which is that, defenders largely don't know that much about the interior of their data centers. They don't know how their systems are connected. We often know, I find, we know how our data centers and our clouds are supposed to function, but we don't know how they actually function. And somewhere in that delta, right, between how we set up our VLANs and how we set up our network security back when we built the data center and what it looks like now, two years later, as we've been Uh, duct taping on new devices and new systems and spinning up new applications and spreading out. Somewhere in that delta is a lot of exposure that we don't understand and don't see. And so it becomes very easy for attackers to exploit that. Rob Joyce, who's the head of the NSA's Tailored Access Operations Unit, gave a public talk where he talked about how to make life hard for very sophisticated attackers. Um, He gave this talk at Usenix about six months ago. And basically what he said was, The difference is essentially that sophisticated attackers know the data center, know their target networks better than the defenders. And if you think about it, if the attacker, if the intruder knows your network better than you do, 
you are already on your back foot and in a very, very difficult position. And I think we saw that famous slide from the Snowden uh, documents that showed how uh, the NSA had compromised Google's data centers. And there was an interesting sort of drawing of, of here where we strip out SSL. And then once they were inside Google's data centers, Google was moving around data that wasn't encrypted. And so once they were in, it was, you know, everything was open. And as a result, Google decided to make some, you know, big changes to that and start encrypting all data, even as it moves internally. Yeah. I mean, so one of the things that I think is interesting is if you look at the way we defend data centers, one of the things that I think we don't do a very good job at is learning lessons from physical security. We have a tendency to tell ourselves that the network is completely different than the physical world, and so there's sort of nothing we can learn from physical security, and we should just start over. And it's certainly true that defending a network is very different than defending a physical space, but there are a lot of lessons that are very fundamental and basic that we could learn. And knowing the data center is probably the strongest, right? You would never try to protect a space you didn't have a map of if you had a choice. You would never try to defend something you couldn't see. And yet that's generally what we do in the context of cybersecurity. And that, I think that's one of the real challenges. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Is it, oh no, is that one of the difficult things then? Data centers, I mean, they're amorphous. They're constantly changing. New data is being put in. It's being reconfigured probably in a lot of different ways very frequently. Are companies and organizations not quite keeping up so well with sort of keeping a close eye on what those changes are and what the larger impact is on security? I think that's definitely true, right? Part of the challenge, if you compare the physical world to the network world, is that the network is dynamic and the data center is incredibly dynamic. So it's changing constantly, as you say. And I think we have tended to try to sort of deal with this problem by saying it's too complicated to understand how my applications and my environments talk to each other. It's too hard, it's too messy, it changes too fast. And so rather than trying to understand that, we're gonna build a really high wall around everything and we're gonna try to develop um, sort of machine learning tools and very sophisticated computer-driven tools that will solve the complexity problem for us and will draw order out of that chaos. Whether we're talking about behavioral analytics, or anomaly detection, some of the other things that you mentioned earlier. And those are all fine and good, and they're quite important, don't get me wrong, but I think the challenge is if you start with an environment that is very chaotic, there's a massive amount of uncertainty and sort of noise for those systems to try to process. And if you take a step back and you try to control that environment and you visualize it and you map it and you simplify it, it becomes much easier for those systems to be more effective. What are some of the things that you think companies and organizations should keep in mind then when they're securing their data centers, like sort of a top three points of things that you would do if, if you were going into an environment and you wanted to advise somebody on how they can improve their overall security stance? So the simplest thing that I would say, I'll start with kind of a high level thing and then give you something more specific. But the simplest answer is this. If you look at um, security strategy. Look at the way the Secret Service protects the president, which I think is a very interesting model. You look historically at how we've done physical security. The defender has one advantage, and it's really only one. And that advantage is that they get to control the ground, right? The defender isn't faster or stronger. They get to sort of decide where the conflict will take place, and they get to protect it and control the space. The attacker gets to move first, and the attacker gets to move faster, generally. In cybersecurity, most of it is, is built around waiting for the attacker to show up, detecting them very quickly, and then responding very quickly. And 
when we do that, whether we're using these detection tools or something else, we're sort of always on our back foot. We're always competing with the attacker where they are strongest rather than competing with them where we are strongest, which is in controlling the terrain, controlling the ground. So the simplest thing that I would say is I think organizations need to do a better job mapping their data center and controlling it, actually closing down pathways within it so that the attacker has fewer options to move around. Mm -hmm. And I can give you an analogy for that with a bit more detail if you'd like, but I'll pause and see if you want to ask something else or keep going with that. Sure. I was going to ask you about encryption because we know that you know, encrypting sure. your databases is good, but oftentimes when you encrypt databases and things like that, it makes it very difficult to run queries on it. And there can be some very sort of awkward kind of access control mechanisms as well around trying to search on encrypted uh, data. What would you say, uh, what importance would you put on encryption and how widely do you see organizations using that within the data center? So encryption is incredibly valuable. It's interesting. You go back to that same uh, Rob Joyce talk I was mentioning. He basically listed five things organizations should do segment the data center, whitelist their applications, use strong passwords, control user access, and encrypt their information. One point, though, is you don't protect the whole data center equally. It's not as if you do everything everywhere. I think, so Illumio, one of the things that we're focused on, obviously, is segmentation, micro-segmentation, and taking the data center and dividing it up so that if an attacker gets inside, they don't have the run of the place. They're forced to constantly try new doors and try new locks and always be moving and risking exposing themselves as they try to get to more valuable information. And when people talk about segmentation, just like they talk about when they talk about encryption, there's a tendency to say, you're going to micro-segment everything, you're going to lock down every corner of your data center in the exact same way, and you're going to protect it all the same. But the funny thing is when you do that, Everything is equally protected, which means nothing is you're, – you're making no acknowledgement of the fact that some parts of your data center are more valuable than others. And the truth is you're going to want to overinvest in the most important places in your data center. And so you're not going to do the same thing everywhere. And so if you look across the whole data center, you're going to find the most important places and you're going to really lock them down. And you're going to be using, you're going to be using strong encryption. You're going to be segmenting the space. You're going to be doing all these things to protect it. And then there may be other parts of your data center. For example, your development environment where your engineers are testing new things and it needs to be fairly loose and flexible, where maybe you're okay with it being a bit more exposed because you're making this choice. And so I think we need to look at data centers as three-dimensional spaces in some sense with some areas that are more important and we're going to over-invest in those and some areas that are not as important. We're going to be okay with that being more flexible and more open. Thank you very much for joining us. No problem. Thanks for taking the time to chat. I'm Jeremy Kirk with Information Security Media Group. I've been speaking with Nathaniel Gleischer, who is head of cybersecurity strategy at Illumio, and we've been talking about how to secure your data centers better. Thank you very much for joining us.